Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the table. This is our sixth episode. And today we have uh, our friend, Alan. This is Freddie Rivas. And I, by the way, when you have six episodes, isn't there some kind of, like, should we have some kind of graduation mm -hmm. ceremony or something? Don't we get, like, I think that's a great idea. So if you have any cake or um, forgot the cake, cookies. forgot the cake. Oh, well, next time. <laughs> but if time. you do want to see any of those episodes, well, maybe, okay. For the sixth episode, we brought Freddie. That's He's the better than any cake. That's it. So Freddie Rivas is the pastor at Living Hope, a, a church he planted up in uh, a, Temple a, City. Temple City, and uh, he's got a great question for us. But uh, besides pastoring, you also work at APU, and I, I know you do a lot of stuff. I don't know that I could do justice to it. Tell us, tell us a little more about your your work at APU. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me today, by the way. Um, yeah, I work with undergraduate and graduate students who are on the pathway to pastoral ministry. So we have mentoring for them. We have uh, retreats, uh, cohorts that we run for them. And then it involves also ac an academic support. So I've been doing that for the last few years. It's a lot of fun. I enjoy it a lot. Mm -hmm. Wow. And that's full time, right? Yes, and, I, and yeah. That's pastor. my that's my day job. I yeah. call it my day job, and then my night job is pastoring the Living Hope Church. And, and somewhere in all that, you are parenting four kids. Yes, I have four kids. My oldest is a first year college student. Hard to believe. Dude, that's uh, I remember when I was a seminarian, and you know, I would take naps with him. Yeah, and and then my youngest is a fifth grader, so I have four of them. Yeah. So how'd you do that? Like, because Beth is still like thirty, right? Yeah, she is. But... Yeah, mm -hmm. my wife Beth. Yeah, she. You know, I I, I still don't know. Time flies. You Man, know, when you're having crazy. fun. So. Yeah, I've known this guy for like a long time, so. And he hasn't changed. Like, still the same amount of hair. It's still black. I don't know. How. <laughs> These guys, they're just like, they just stay young. It must be. I, I just say it's the kids. Yes. Have a lot of kids, that, Nick, you know? Well, well we did Four that. Four kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't help. <laughs> they made me older. My, my, mother's, my mother's father, my grandfather, had good hair. So I'm not worried about losing the hair. So okay, I don't good. know if I need to have a whole bunch of kids to keep it. But that's what I need to do. Yeah. But, but. Freddie, you've got a great question for us today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, thanks again. Thanks for inviting me. I'm I'm excited to talk about this topic. Um, yes, Alan and I have shared a lot of adventures in different countries as well. Yes. But um, yeah, and this this veteranos. <laughs> uh, you know, I I think of you as the OG, uh, Alan. You know, the OG missionary. But anyway, uh, the question I want to think about today is, uh, you know, I've been pastoring church living home church for the last five years and just with a heart to reach the community for christ uh, and help people grow in their faith and you know one of the things that that i am processing a lot these days is how do you what are the key aspects or key values of discipleship when you're gathering people when you have mm -hmm. groups when you have curriculum what are some key things that that i should be looking for because um I don't know everything, so question. That's a <laughs> I need the grace of God to, you know, continue to do the things that we're doing at our church. And so mm -hmm. I felt like this would be a great question to ask my friends. Can, can I throw a question back at yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So what 
when you when you use the word discipleship yes. or disciple making, yes, what does that word imply for you? What mm. what's it's a great question? Sorry what's inside that. of that? Yeah, yeah. For me, that that at its very core, it's uh, uh, helping people follow Jesus. Hmm. At, at its very core, through relationships, right? Okay. Helping people follow Jesus. That's that's the the main follow. Give their lives to Him. Follow Him. Uh, serve Him. That their lives would reflect Christ and everything that they're doing. That hmm. that's at the core. That that'll sure. I could. He was about to say that'll preach. Yeah. Oh, okay, like, that, okay. Yeah, that'll preach. That's, uh, that sounds. This is not a preaching podcast. No, 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 no. So no. we won't. We won't no. preach. It. We, <laughs> could roll, we could roll in a pulpit and then we could just let you go. Just, I think you're ready. Uh, well, what? You know, actually, I got another question for you because yes. I know that you had a great experience uh, when you first became a follower of Jesus and became involved at Arcadia Friends. Um, you had a pretty remarkable uh, experience in, in being uh, mentored in the faith. Yeah, and yeah. Maybe you should, why don't you unpack that a bit for our television audience? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I, th I think uh, so. So Because that would be something we could Just the play context of. of it. Yeah, 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 of course. No, yeah. that's a great question. Um, it's a great question just because last Sunday I was at that church, Arcadia Friends Community Church. Uh, hadn't been there in, five I want to say like five years yeah. since we started our church. Uh, and the, the pastors there, pastors Gary and Kay Wilson, have, have uh, ministered there for 34 years. Yeah. Um, and so they're retiring, right? So went over there to support, to acknowledge, to honor them. Awesome. So it brought me way back, you know, to just all these key moments of my life where they've journeyed and pastored me and helped me just understand what it means to be a follower of Christ. Um, and so I, I, I was kind of like replaying, well, you know, when I was in high school and grade school, we had VHS tapes. So I was replaying the VHS tape. What's that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I couldn't I couldn't stream the, the 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 information I had to go to the tape uh, and I was thinking about how as a junior in high school um, you know I, I walked into that church and I just felt God speaking to me through mm -hmm. the scriptures through the music and it was really the first time for me that I really heard you know God's plan for my life and and so so I gave my life to Christ at that point um, and immediately just the pastors there started meeting with me hmm. uh, just talking with me answering questions um, as time progressed uh, in college heard my call to be a, a pastor in a church setting and they were there at that key moment hmm. uh, and also, continued to meet with me and gave me different opportunities. So then as I'm replaying the tape, I realized like mm. in all these key moments, essentially they were modeling the love of Christ yeah. to me um, mm. in, you know, in their lives and actions. You, you said yeah. something that's really intriguing to me. So as a junior hire, 
Junior in high school. Or, okay. Well, okay. That's a little. Oh, okay. No, no. I, I'm just in. Oh. I, I'm picturing. I was picturing 13 year old Freddie Rivas who weighed 33 pounds and uh, still had the same yeah, big smile. Yeah, but, yeah. But, I had okay. more hair too. It's okay. like yeah. longer, yeah. you know. But, but as a junior in high school, still, I'm thinking for a lot of students, uh, having being approached by an adult who you don't really know who says, I, I want to invest in you. Yes. That, I mean, that can be really intimidating, right? Or yes. it could, like, I'm curious, how did, how did you, do you remember how you responded to that initially? I mean, did you appreciate that or did it? Yeah, that is, that's a really key question because I, you know, I, I was thinking about this because um, they're generationally, they're older than me um, by, by a good amount. I mean, yeah. they, they could be my parents, you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, actually, they are. Yeah. The, the age difference between myself and my parents and the age difference between myself and them is the, the same, the same. same exact. Mm -hmm. um, and I think for me, what 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 kind of drew me to saying yes and not being as fearful was when I was two things, when I was in that church setting, which was very different than anything I right. had experienced. Um, there was this spirit of the families there, including the pastors, just being very welcoming. Mm. After the mm. fact, as I reflected, uh, I realized they were they were basically um, living out the love of Christ. Mm. So that was an aspect of it. I felt cared. Mm. I felt like they genuinely they wanted, wanted me there. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There wasn't, and it was just very natural too. Now that I think about it, it was just it wasn't. Uh, like um, force it's just very authentic it was very authentic right mm -hmm. and the second aspect for it was I remember uh, when I think about when I gave my life to Christ and then when I gave my life to following the path of pastoral ministry when I was 19 right 16 and then 19 for both of those things there were question marks for me uh, so the, the initial 16 year old, I, I, like I knew this was the right thing to do. And I decided to, to follow this you know, path and, and receive Christ. But I knew I didn't know enough. Mm. Like I wanted to understand more. Mm. Similarly with the, you know, the call to pastoral ministry, I, I felt the same way. Like I, I knew I needed to do this, but I, I just didn't understand everything. So then that became the, the door, right, so to speak, mm -hmm. that then um, when they just offered to speak with me and meet with me uh, and invest in me, then I, I was ready for that. And I, mm -hmm. I, 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 okay. I invited that into my life. Okay, so you yeah. were you were receptive to the idea even when they when they first approached you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Because mm -hmm. that I, I think, uh, you know, and that's good information to have in mind. I, I, I think sometimes we, we want to turn the process of, of discipling or mentoring into a huge technical yeah. enterprise. Mm -hmm. And yet, um, really, it's so much about relationship mm -hmm. and, and time. And, the, you know, it's a, it's a, almost a trite saying, but it's really true that so much about um, following Jesus or, or any kind of mentoring, discipling relationship, it, it's, a, it's what's caught rather than taught, 
right? Mm -hmm. And and it sounds, I, I mean, from what I know, it, it, it sounds like uh, the Wilsons invested a fair amount of time in you. Yeah, you said they met with me, and then they met with me, and then I accepted Christ, and they met with me, and then I became pastor, and they met with me. And that was the mm -hmm. word that you used again. You said they met with me, they invested in me. Mm -hmm. And what I think is interesting about that word, they met with me, is that they, uh, like you're describing, like they're the noun. Yes. Mm -hmm. They gave you themselves. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and that mm -hmm. was like the big thing for you. Mm -hmm. because I think, you know, like being a pastor at a church, like you, you were even saying before, you know, we hooked the cameras up. There's a lot of material out there that could be used and, and sometimes is, uh, sometimes only used, you know, to do discipleship. Um, Ooh, good point. And, good point. um, yes. But what you're telling me is what was effective with you is they, they met with me. They, they yeah. gave me themselves and they never stopped giving themselves to me when I was, New through the door and weighed yeah. 33 pounds to when I was, you know, as was accepting a call to pastor of a church, yeah. they're still there for me. And um, that's what I hear in that is like, not just relationship, but like they gave themselves to you. Yeah. As opposed to content delivery. Yes. As opposed to content delivery. Right. Like read yeah, these yeah, things yeah, yeah. or and know these things. Yeah. You know. Which, I mean, obviously in any endeavor, uh, knowing is is a part of yeah. of the of the package right yeah. but it's um as one of my mentors said it's it's knowing being and doing and probably for in in that as as a to become a to feel like you're a growing and an authentic follower of jesus i i think the um you can't separate the knowing from the being yes. or or from the doing really but but especially the the knowing if it's just its own thing, it's, it's like, okay, yeah. yeah, there's no context to live this right. out. But you know, I when we when you were telling me this too, I was thinking in my head I'm like, how did Jesus do this? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. he told us to make disciples, so he seems to have had a good idea about what that was like. Mm -hmm. And did he? What did he do? Did he have a classroom that he sat them down in and said, today we're going to talk about the old testament and why i fulfilled it or you know yeah, how did he do that yeah. and it's funny because it just seems like for three years if i read the scriptures correctly for 24 hours a day well except for the times he went aside by himself to pray he was really with these guys he gave them himself yeah and yeah. they were doing stuff and going places and not a lot of classroom kind of material right. and i don't know if they could do that because i don't think from what i read that a lot of them could read yeah um well, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not just not disputing you. I'm just saying, yeah. yeah, you got the Sermon on the Mount. You've got the Upper Room Discourse. I mean, there's a couple places where yeah. uh, teaching in a sustained, sure, you know, a, a half hour environment has, sure. or hour environment has been sustained or, or guarded. But, but most of, you know, most of it just probably happened on the road. I mean, we were. Just talking yeah. the other day about, um, have you watched the Chosen episode? I haven't. I uh, keep hearing about it. Okay, Dallas Jenkins, you uh, need to give us, you know, some kind of a quid pro quo here because we're going to make you famous. But uh, <laughs> so we're also not delusional. You, you need to watch it. Um, and he, I think, has ca captured the the way that Jesus was modeling who he wanted 
these guys to be mm. as well as it's ever been done better than it's ever been done on on film right. i think yeah and you know we were, we were just talking about it the other day he's he's brought it down to the level of what happens when you're just walking between one town and another you know he, he wasn't teaching them all the time he well he was but it was things like uh hey you know peter's been pushing the cart for a while andrew i think it's your turn you know, and, yes, yeah. and and just that kind of simple. Well, why should I do it? Because we're all going to take a turn. It's back. It's my turn after you. You know, it's 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 just that different um, idea from a classroom. Uh, yeah. In, in fact, I, I think the, te- the when we first went to Guatemala in, in 1982, I was I was talking to uh, a guy who was in charge of the largest. It's the largest seminary in Central America which will remain unnamed, but um, he was telling me uh, how stunned he was that all of our, uh, the, the whole work, the whole friend's work in, in Central America was under the leadership of Central Americans. And he, he said, you know, our, um, our seminary is still being led by North Americans. And, and he said, I don't, I don't know when we'll be able to, hand it off and he and then he said um the other problem we're having is that our graduates don't want to pastor they want to be professors and they're ending up as professors at the university uh the the state university or private universities and he said i think the reason is because for four years they sit in a classroom and they watch people teaching Hmm. And so they graduate, and what do they want to do? Teach. Yeah, what a right? surprise. And, and uh, you know, as I, I thought of, I, I mean, as I'm listening to him, I'm kind of like, hmm. wow, so why don't you guys fix this? But um, that, I think, is the issue. Hmm. We do what we see, mm-hmm. right? Um, so these, and this happens not just in Central America, but a lot of times at, at the seminary level, it, if all we're doing is sitting in a classroom, it is going to have a definite impact on the mm. way that we... No, yeah. I, I, I was taking is, a, is that a fair epiphany. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty accurate. It's making me think about... No, th- thank you for, you know, as you're talking, knowing being, relationships, time, giving of themselves. Um, it made me think about how I had the opportunity to go to Israel in 2019. So we took about 40 college students from APU and it, it was a blast. And mm-hmm. It was my job to take them, wow. you know, um, and I want that job. I know it's a, <laughs> it's a nice job. Uh, and, you know, one of the things that dawned on me about just being in Israel and seeing the land and seeing the places that Jesus visited was it's just it's a small country. I mean, it's a, it's a small geographic area. So basically, you know, if you go from Nazareth to the Sea of Galilee, I think it's maybe like a two-day walk or three-day walk. And just physically, and it was reminding me of that right now as you were talking, Nick, just physically being there made me think about Jesus just walking. Mm. Right, because they didn't have cars, right. they didn't have planes, they didn't have you know motorcycles, whatever. Just walking with the disciples and with the people, you know, for two days. Like, uh-huh. what would what would those conversations look like? Imagine. But then it it, it really you know 
um, connects all the dots for me because he was giving of himself, you know, mm. just to walk with them and Stand be with up. them and, you know, go fishing, whatever they were going to do. Right. And it was just uh, something that was natural for him. Right. Mm -hmm. It was he wanted to do this. Right. It wasn't uh, something scripted. Right. Where, mm. you know, you know, in, in today's society, we, we like scripts, whatever we're yep. doing. Right. Yep. And sometimes that invades the, the church setting. Right. Yep. Uh, yep. Huh. From one to ten, you do this and then this should happen. Like it's controllable. Like mm -hmm. we can, we know the situation because today is week one of this curriculum. So we know what we're going to mm -hmm. talk about. And mm -hmm. that's easier to, in your mind to think of, oh, I know what we're going to do and what the outcomes will be instead of we're walking to Samaria today. <laughs> hope we don't get held up. You know? And or, it's going to take a couple hours, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. And, you know, that's, no, that's actually a very interesting, I hadn't thought about it that way. That it, Sometimes we can be a little scripted because we want that control yeah. but if we're thinking you and i about discipleship i think it occurs to me like you know we're not in control of this whole process and jesus yeah. is actually the one still making the disciples um yes so i don't need to carry that load of controlling this outcome mm -hmm. so nick we've um just to kind of bring it home hmm. um and by the way, I, I value seminary education, but I just think that there has to be other stuff going on besides the classroom. I'm, I'm gonna say that in case any of my former professors are listening. <laughs> really esteem you guys. Yes, and I want my students to go to seminary. Yeah. Right. You work. If they, yes. Uh, yes. So, if they feel the call. Just, to more, just want to put that disclaimer. I'm going to seminary. Yeah. So we're all clear. Oh, yeah. Nothing against formal so, education. So, but uh, if it's, if it's that one-sided, it isn't going to give people everything they need. But now we, if we bring it down to the level of the local church, mm. Freddie's got yeah. folks who are in all different walks of life, uh, different backgrounds and experiences. Um, what is, is, you know, you're going to have to have some kind of content. Sure. So how do you have content and avoid the content from becoming um, the end all. Mm. Um, how do you have content and give it life? Mm. I think that's a great question. I'm, I'm sad that you asked me because I, I don't know if I have a great answer, but I do know this. It reminds me of a conversation I just had with a, a good friend, I hope that we'll have on the show. And one morning we were talking about what we're doing and sharing some insights about how can we do, how can we make disciples more effectively where we're at in the ministries God has us engaged in. And it kind of struck us both. Maybe we could just start inviting people along to do the things we're already doing. Mm. You know, mm. I know that he's preaching every week, but I also know that in his congregation, he told me there's a, a, a young lady who's just graduated with a degree in expository preaching. Mm -hmm. I thought, what would it look like if you guys sat down together and you said, will you help me write the message for next week? Mm -hmm. Or even better yet, why don't you, you preach? preach? Yeah. And I thought, well, I need to start doing that. And I, this last week, um, it wasn't anything grand, I, but it, it, I think it is pertinent or relevant to this. But I was going to go on a walk with my daughter down the street and I thought, I want to hang out with, my, with one of my buddies. So I called him up and said, hey, like, let's hang out and let's just prayer walk and see if God meets us in any way. And sure enough, before we were even finished praying, we had already met 
to the people we were talking with mm -hmm. and and then we prayed over a neighbor of mine and then we walked down the street and we had this great conversation with these college students who are working in their garage on something and we had had a kind of a Jesus conversation and walking back he, he was asking me questions about that experience and it struck me that this makes a lot more sense right now sometimes in discipleship than the content I'm always giving but the content is actually the experiences we're having mm -hmm. and he was asking me about the experience like hey nick when that guy said he's yeah. a good person how come you didn't just how come you didn't nudge him on that and mm -hmm. it was like the content was our experience but you know i also meet with him when we read scripture which is right. informing yes. some of those questions but the bigger thing that he said to me at the end which was it took me by surprise but he said i want to do this every day this was exciting sure this was thrilling and this is a guy who's 20 and for him to hear uh, uh, him say, wow, this walk I took with you for an hour and a half, this was the thing I want to do. It wasn't when I was doing my Bible studies with him for a year. It wasn't when we hung out um, and just played chess, which, you know, probably because I, I beat him once or twice. Um, but uh, it was he said that's what was compelling to him was this was an action thing. And he was joining a demonstration of our of our faith rather than, you know. Let's go back to the classroom and let's study Matthew 5. We lived Matthew 5 that day. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that was, I'm still thinking about how to incorporate that in the rest of my week. So what, yeah. I, hear, what I hear you saying is um, that the, the, if, if the um, determination to spend time together is is there in the in the mind of the disciple or the mentor um ultimately that's what's going to ground any teaching in 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 into meaning for the in, yeah in, in any in some kind of sense of meaning for the for the other or others yeah does i mean does that does that resonate with you yeah, yeah, it does. Because uh, again, going back to just my story with with the Wilsons, right? Mm -hmm. That every it was, I mean, I knew it, but then as I reflected more on it, I realized at every key moment they were there with me, mm -hmm. right? Like that that their commitment and consistency with me, yeah, right, led to you know the things me being a better follower of christ mm -hmm. growing in my faith my faith taking shape being lived out right so it was this combination of like i like the way nick is saying it right the the experience but also just the being with each other learning like yeah. the, all that right yeah so then in this relationship with them i look back and i'm like wow there's been a lot of significant things that have happened in my life because of just their commitment to disciple me, to be yeah. with me, to give of themselves yeah. um, in the highs and lows of life. Mm. Uh, and then, so then, yeah, as I'm kind of processing still all the stuff that we're talking about today, right? The, it, it's easy for us to almost be prescriptive mm -hmm. and have content oriented, you right. know, because that's just the flow of, our society right. um, 
but in actuality it, it requires a lot more than that it requires ourselves right. yeah yes. right yes. it requires yeah. ourselves yeah. in the mix of it right yeah 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 and that's why actually you know two thoughts one is the apostle paul says to timothy and in, in second timothy uh, chapter two you know that which you have seen and seen and heard from me mm -hmm. in the presence of many many witnesses this also teach to, to faithful believers yes. that they in turn may teach others. So mm -hmm. that's, it's, 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 it's both. It's the, it's the hearing and the seeing, right? Yes. And if you think to take it in the church history context, Francis, uh, St. Francis, mm. why did he start the Franciscan order, right? He was looking at a world that was all about um, the ritual, but had forgotten the the meaning behind the ritual and so he yeah. he started his order to create a place where people could mm. could both have right. the learning and the doing together and the being yes. it was all together and that was that's what the franciscan order was about right so um yeah there yeah. that seems so probably the answer is there's lots of great uh ways to go forward but we use the book of matthew when yes. when when we're uh, discipling but there's there's lots of good content yeah out there. but what you have that to share i would say is the experience that you got from the wilsons right you've seen and heard you them. you right mm -hmm. you know how to pass that on yeah. and that's going to really be the greatest tribute to their legacy that mm -hmm. you do with others what they did with yeah. you mm -hmm. yeah that will make them very happy. I think, and you know, you said the word committed to, um, and when you choose, when yeah. you do that, it, it actually, when I was sitting here, a piece of scripture came to my mind and it was so simple. Mm. He, and uh, you, you were the one who pointed this out to me, I think, but when Jesus chose the apostles, it didn't say he chose them to be apostles first. It says he appointed the 12 to be with him. Mm. And then he names all the apostles. I think it's in Mark's gospel, chapter four. Mm -hmm. He appointed the yeah. 12 to be with him. Chapter three. Yes, you're right. Chapter three. That's right. Chapter three to be with him. And but that was a commitment that he was making that I'm not just choosing people. I'm choosing to be committed to yeah. these people for yes. a long time <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> through you're choosing to be committed to Peter, you know, Yes. <laughs> and guys like that. So, you know, so does that help? Does that give you? Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's really helpful because then it's like a, a bigger picture of discipleship, right? Because when we started the conversation, I was more kind of focused on the details and the structure and the, you know, the the package, so to speak, yeah. right? But then, you know, as we're talking, it's like, no, it, well, we do need content. We do need material. We, we need, um, you know, tools, right? But those are in service to the bigger picture, yeah, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, discipleship is really, it, it, it's past that right the, yeah. the uh, tools and materials and, and and we will have them right but it's a commitment of ourselves to support people yeah. in their journey with the lord yeah. that is not yeah. time does not expire within yeah. time after no. 10 weeks right or eight no. and and so if you were watching today thinking you were going to get a great uh, package that you could buy and use, the, the reality is you're the package mm. um, in disciple making. We yeah. each of us are the package. Right. Yeah. And the others. So, yeah, well, thanks. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, this is this was this is going to make me think for like the I next. Know. 
like few days yeah. when I think about this conversation because it needs to be continually settled in my mind. Yeah. But um, but for those of you who are watching um, at home, uh, thank you so much for for joining us at the table. We you know we love these kinds of conversations that are open ended that don't have you know like we were saying that kind of scripted contented you know place we have to land, but. We want to invite you to be a part of that. And so as we've been doing every episode, we want to invite you to drop a comment or give us an email at connect at northcountyproject.org. We want to hear what your question is. And we would love to have you sitting where Freddie's sitting with a cup of tea like how Freddie has. And uh, you just talking about your questions so that we can discover it together. Um, and so you can continue to watch this podcast on YouTube, on, uh, on Spotify, or on iTunes. And you can also comment on any of those uh, especially on our YouTube channel. We'd really love you to like and subscribe and to share this with your friends if you think it's really helpful for you. Um, other than that, thanks again yeah. so much, Freddie. Yeah. Um, we look, mom, brother. Thank look you. forward to, to continuing the conversation. So thank you. Yes. Thank you for having me. All right. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>